everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman. Last week, I had the awesome opportunity to go out to Sedona, Arizona to film some yoga videos for Ashley Skylatecki from Sky House Yoga. She's one of our Happy Healthy You favorites. What an amazingly beautiful place, Sedona. It's famous for its energy vortexes, and reportedly, whatever you're experiencing at the time is greatly expanded in this energy. So it's a good place to create, to work on healing, emotional wounds, and to find inspiration for next steps. So when you drive into Sedona, the scenery changes really suddenly from desert to red rock country, and the vistas are truly some of the most gorgeous and magical I've ever seen. As you drive into this funky little town, it's as though the red rocks are enveloping you and drawing you into their splendor. Once in, you feel protected, comforted, sort of safe, and a little like you might just be in an alternate universe. The people in Sedona are some of the nicest and most laid back I've ever met, and everywhere we went, they welcomed us with open arms, and it really felt like they were there to help us in in kind of a mystical, spiritual way, like they had a secret we didn't know, but they were there to help us uncover it. Or maybe that was just my imagination, I don't know. The town is swarming with artists, healers, and yoga teachers, as well as some really good restaurants, and of course, the trinket shops, as my husband likes to call them. It's a cool mix of hippie and younger people who have left the mainstream to follow their bliss in this red rock nirvana. They say the energy is so intense that many who move to Sedona don't stay long, but others with perhaps more grounded energy are able to make it their home and enjoy the many gifts of nature that Sedona has to offer. And there are many. The hiking trails are to die for, and the photographic opportunities are some of the best in the world. So we decided that Sedona would be the perfect backdrop for yoga videos with Ashley, and it was, for sure. The first morning, we took a yoga class that was offered at the hotel just to kind of get centered, and we were going up to meet for breakfast at the Wildflower Cafe, and that is an awesome place to eat, by the way, and very economical. I recommend their breakfast and their chopped salad and their tuna fish sandwich and pretty much anything else. While taking the yoga class, I kept hearing or feeling or getting the message, gentle center. It kind of rolled through my mind several times during the gentle vacation yoga, as the teacher called the class. Before I left for this trip, I had set an intention for myself that I wanted to create an environment to get back to my center after the holidays, you know, with way too much eating, drinking, frenzy, and fun. The holidays always do this to me. They take me out of my center just a little bit. I guess because I'm a mom and I am the one responsible for the whole celebration, you know how it is, and I really feel the need to make sure everyone is happy and, you know, it's a mom thing. My mom passed it down to me and probably I'll pass it on down to my daughter. I mean, I love the whole thing, the decorating, the cooking, the entertainment, the gift giving, but really, it's like such a huge deal every year. I have a friend who gets so down right before the holidays, just thinking about all she has to do and all those gifts to buy, and it really just overwhelms her. I think 
that this is more common than we all want to admit. And so every year I promise myself that I'll keep the holidays low-key and not buy into all the commercialism. I am, however, a professional Christmas caroler, so it's kind of my job to maintain that Christmas spirit. And it's really hard not to jump right into the revelry as early as October when we start rehearsing for our yearly gigs, and they put those Christmas decorations up really, really early. Be sure to check out joyousvoices.com for your next party or corporate affair. We are awesome, if I do say so. Meanwhile, back in Sedona, I left the yoga class with gentle center still rolling through my brain, wondering what it was all about. I have learned not to ignore the still small voice when it comes in like this. I can tell when it's a message from my soul. They come in this way, just kind of creeping into my consciousness in a small, unceremonious way, so subtly that I could easily miss it if I'm not careful. When my soul or my spirit is talking to me, it is always a very simple, easy-to-digest message, at first, anyway. I've come to realize that when I heed these early messages, things go a lot more smoothly for me. When I let them go, the messages just get louder and louder until I'm forced to do something. Sometimes it's not pretty. It's kind of like driving a car and making small course corrections rather than sharp turns that could cause the vehicle to overturn and possibly an accident. Well, at breakfast, I mentioned this idea of gentle center to Ashley, and it sort of became the theme for the next few days while we were there. I really tapped into the idea and explored what it means to be in a gentle center. I mean, think about it. When we are gentle with ourselves, we create a space for a more centered life, in balance, mind, body, and spirit. When we are gentle with ourselves, our lives are suddenly filled with more compassion for ourselves and others, and things are more light-filled and peaceful. I explored the different ways of looking at this idea of gentle center. Gentle. Center. Gentle center. Gentle center. (laughs) This made shooting those yoga videos a really rich, deep, and very remarkable experience. And the beauty of our surroundings only enhanced the whole deal. On the last day of our trip, I came back to our room to find that another horrific shooting had taken place back home at the mall near where I live. I was so saddened to read the details and I prayed for a peaceful and quick resolution. Facebook is such an interesting phenomenon. In it, we have a whole new method of communication, whereby we can get the word out really quickly when these tragedies happen. People were posting from the mall to let others know that they were okay, and of course the rumors were flying as to where exactly the shooter was and who had been hurt. When tragedies like this happen, We humans were pretty predictable. In an attempt to gain control of an uncontrollable situation, we tend to grasp. We try to hold on to whatever we can to get some semblance of order back. When the news of this shooting happened, grasping for any piece of information I could find as I was out of town and worried about friends and family and the people in my community was my way of getting a little control. 
And so there I sat at my computer waiting for the next reports that were coming in virtually every minute as people communicated from the scene. It was horrible, ridiculous, so heartbreaking that this is happening in our world at this time. Why? How to stop it? Gosh, so many questions. My feeling of helplessness was a mirror of what those people in the mall must be feeling, only magnified a thousand times. I sat there for a while at my computer until I remembered my mantra for that week, gentle center, gentle center. What a gift that message had been, and I don't think I'd really recognized until that moment just how much of a gift. When these things happen and we're grasping and holding on for dear life to anything that can possibly help make sense of the senseless, we can remember, gentle, center. We can try a simple breathing exercise like this one. As I breathe in, gentle. As I breathe out, center. Breathing in, I am gentle with myself. Breathing out, I am in my most holy and sacred center. Breathing in, I am gentle with myself and others. Breathing out, I am centered and calm. I know that I can return to this breath anytime. Gentle center is there for all of us. May we breathe freely of this gentle center. May those souls who were in any way touched by the sad event of this past week find their own gentle center. If in the coming days or weeks we feel a need for more concerted action in response to this event, here are just a few ideas. We can reach out to the victim's families, sending condolences or small tokens, perhaps to the child who is now motherless. And we mustn't forget the shooter's family as well. We can come together in community, as one church did the very night the event happened, holding vigils for peace, a calm amidst the storm. We can generate an atmosphere of kindness in our own communities by lending a hand or paying it forward as last week's podcast guest, Lois Smith, suggested. She bought a coffee for the next person in line at Starbucks and found it changed everything in that moment. Or as Todd Nigro did so gracefully with his organization, Ellie's Way, we talked to him in a podcast several weeks ago, we can create a way to respond to events like this and help those in need in a more profound and lasting way as they heal from their grief. The opportunities for helping are really limitless, and being in our gentle center only helps these ideas come through. We never know what will happen at any given moment in this fast-paced, kind of crazy world that we live in today. But one thing I know for sure is that when we find our gentle center and we get to know how it feels to be there and how good that is, we can practice breathing in and out with intention and solidify that feeling. And then gentle center becomes quickly accessible to us at any time, anywhere. When we do this, we can literally change the energy in the room. And we become the energy vortex that magnifies and expands. 
just like in Sedona.